Hey there, Greg Marchand here with the Thoughts from the Repair Shop Rescue Podcast. In this episode, I'd like to talk to you about finding new employees. Unfortunately, I wish I had the silver bullet for you. I wish I had the big secret to finding employees. And to me, they're just there are no easy, easy secrets. There are no easy ways of doing it. Like with a lot of things in business and in life for that matter, it comes down to consistency and and how consistent can you be in looking for and identifying the right people, the ones that you really, really want. Uh, if you're if you get desperate and and look, let's face it, a lot of businesses get desperate because good people come and go all the time, and all of a sudden we got a hole that we need to fill and. You, you get desperate. And I'll give you some advice for that. Um, but look, in the, in the meantime, before we get there, uh, when the economy's good, finding great people is really, really hard. Um, short-term thinking, not, not worrying about it until it's upon you makes it really, really hard. And unless, you're, unless you have a daily awareness that you're going to need good people eventually, it there you know there isn't a whole lot you can do now if you have that daily awareness then you can build a, a first line of of defense and and to me the first line of defense is let's make it so that we don't need to find new employees very often now yes good people do come and go and and so that we need to we need to be aware of that right we we don't i don't want you to fall into this trap that i see every day of Greg, I can't afford to let this person go. Greg, I, I, what would happen if, if this person ever left? We don't want to feel that way. And, and we don't want to, we don't want to be, be handicapped that way. We don't want to be held hostage by, by our good people. We want to recognize that, yes, we're going to grow our business to the point where we don't have a whole lot of turnover. At the same time, we're going to recognize that good people do come and go. And, and so we just, we can only minimize that, right? If we're going to construct a business where turnover is minimal, there's a, there's a trap there too. And the trap is that we never get really good at hiring, onboarding, and managing. And, and, and that's the, it's a bit of an irony because if we're not hiring very often, we're not interviewing very often, we're not onboarding very often. And so we're not likely to get really good at those processes. If we've got a group of individuals that have been there for a long time, management gets kind of easy and gets kind of lazy. And, and so there's a, there's a big trap in, in all of this. And so that's part of the reason that I really, really want to raise the awareness with you that, yes, we want to build an organization where we have real high levels of employee retention, but that means we've got to be really good managers too, and at the same time, we have to have an awareness that we're going to have some level of turnover. And to really make our lives easier, we want to be able to, to learn to hire and onboard well. If we're going to do that, we've got to be really, really intentional. Okay, And, and whether it's we're going out today looking for, for a new hire or whether it's, it's a, a long-term, oh no, someday somebody's going to leave me and I'm going to need somebody – we want to have a plan. We we want to be very very intentional about who we're looking for, what we're what position we're looking to fill, and and what are the needs of that position. Too often, I walk into a an organization and they've got a stack of resumes sitting in front of them, and they go, "This just sucks, dude. Look at this. I got nobody." And they start tossing them one by one. Right. Well, part of the challenge was that. 
we we kind of took a, a scattergun gun approach to it, right? We didn't we didn't intentionally go out and and very specifically say this is this is who we're trying to attract. We went out and we advertised a position. And so anybody who remotely in their mind thought they qualified for that position sent us a resume. We want to have we want to have an interview plan if we can get that far, right? If we wade through these crappy resumes and actually put a put a reasonable one ad out there for for you know something very specific so that we attract what we know we want. We've then got to have this interview plan. And and we we really, really, really want to try to avoid being desperate. To avoid being desperate, I tell people all the time, I tell organizations of all sizes and, and all varieties, always be hiring. If you're always hiring, it will keep you from being desperate. And when I say from being desperate, what I mean is, is it'll it'll keep you from having anybody that can fog a mirror because we're so desperate to fill the position we need a body here. We just need a body. Look, if you can fog a mirror, I'll hire you. Let's see how it goes. That's not what we want. If we're always hiring, then we can be much more relaxed about the process and much more open about the process and much more aware while we're going through the process. And what I mean by always hiring is, look, always have always have one ads out there. I don't ever want you to not have your want ads out there. In, in the automotive service industry, I think of of we've got to have an ad for a service advisor and we've got to have an ad for a technician. If if we're looking for a if we're looking for somebody to wash cars, if we're looking for a quality control individual, if we're looking for for somebody to shuttle customers, okay, you know maybe those are one off positions that that we're either going to fill with some of the less desirable resumes we got maybe because they didn't quite make a service advisor or quite make a technician, but hey, they've got a skill set that maybe we can use somewhere else. But I want you to always have those ads out there. And then the pushback I get is, yeah, but Greg, if I have the ads out there, you know, how do my people feel about that? They, they feel like they're not, not adequate. They, they feel like, like I'm, I'm looking to replace them. They feel like, yeah, okay, so what? Because if I create a little bit of gentle tension... And and they feel like they've got to be on their game all the time because geez, you know, I mean they're they're looking for somebody all the time. What the heck? You know, they're trying to find somebody better than me? Uh yeah, I am, honestly. And I'm trying to push you a little bit harder to, to get a little bit better. There there are no issues with hiring all the time, with 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 looking like you're hiring all the time, with with having one ads out there. So so really you're gonna you're gonna find and keep the best people this way. And, and here's what I mean. What's the absolute worst thing that can happen? If you have an ad out there and somebody shows up that you really, really, really like, but you got no room for them. The worst thing that can happen is you know they exist now. And now you know where they are and how to get a hold of them. And that beats the heck out of when you need somebody not knowing who's out there and having to wade through 15 really, really crappy resumes. Right? So always be hiring. Always have your want ads out there. Always be interviewing people and be honest with them. Go through the first interview and say, look, you know what? You might be a great fit here, but we just don't have any room right now. I'm really sorry. But hey, look, you and I both know the good people come and go all the time. And I'm going to keep your resume. I'm going to keep your name and your, and your phone number. And I'm going to stay in touch with you. Because someday, I think you've got, a, you've got a spot here. All right. Now, did it help you today? Did it help them today? No. But there was honesty, there was transparency, and by doing that, that individual says, wow, these folks are a class act. At least they were right up front with me about all this. And yeah, I know that I kind of would like to work for them if they ever call me. And I think they know that I'm a decent person if they ever have a need. And so always, always be hiring. 
So what do you do if you if you are desperate? What, what if you haven't been hiring and all of a sudden you just lost somebody who's been with you for 20 years and, and you need to fill the hole? Look, the problem is up until recently, everybody else was, was desperate too and, and trying to find good employees was was a real challenge. I, I want you to have a plan for it. I want you to, to think about where you're going to go looking when you do get desperate. I don't want you to be desperate, but if and when you do get desperate, I want you to think about where you're going to go looking. I want you to think about what questions you're going to ask. I want you to I want you to have a plan, right? I, I want you to know how you're how you're going to onboard somebody, because that's really really critical. We did that in a recent recent podcast. We talked about that in a recent podcast. Onboarding is super important. Who do you know? Who do your employees know? What what is your network like? I want people to find me. I I, I really call me lazy, but but I got a lot of things to do in a day, right? As do you. And so I want people to find find me. And so. I focus on Google reviews. I want our Google reviews to represent our organization as best they possibly can. Because a lot of employees that go looking today, they're reading your Google reviews. And that's how they're finding you. And they go, wow, you know what? This organization seems really awesome. Customers really love this organization. I want to work for an organization that customers really, really love. I'm tired of working for an organization that, that it just it's a constant battle every day with, with customers. And so... You know, pay attention to your Google reviews. Ask for Google reviews. Ask your customers if you look, if you loved our people, if you loved our service, if you loved the job we did for you, please write us a review. They'll do it. You'd be amazed at how many will do it. Make it easy for me to apply uh, via your website. Make it easy for me to understand what your organization stands for, what your core organizational philosophy is. Get that on your website. Have an employee or a future employee tab on your website that I can go and learn a little bit more about who works for you, about why they work for you, about what that philosophy is that motivates you every day, and how I apply for a job. Let your network know. You know, the best organizations that I know, they, they're they constantly interviewing, okay? They're, they're, they're constantly getting calls from prospective employees because people, uh, they want to leave their job. They were looking for a new opportunity. They know it's an awesome place to work. And so, so you know, so-and-so referred them. So-and-so recommended that they check this place out. The organizations that have an awesome employee culture have that reputation and they don't have to go looking for new employees very often. New employees show up at the doorstep. So, you know, know who's in your network, talk to your network, be active in your network. Uh, that includes trade, trade school relationships, right? I, I talked to somebody recently who had a trade show, uh, trade show, trade school, call them up and say, Hey, listen, I got this kid that's really, really, really awesome. If we could have, you know, 20 of these kids, man, we, we'd all be rock stars. We'd all look really good. This is the, the kind of employee you want. And my comment to the individual I was speaking to was, you've got a really good relationship with this trade school, don't you? And he chuckled and he said, yeah. He says, yeah, I've, I've supported them for years and we get along really well. And yeah, I do. And I said, I could tell because organizations that have that kind of relationship, that kind of supportive relationship with the trade school, they're the ones that get these phone calls. Hey, I've got a really awesome kid. I think you'd be a good fit. If they don't like you, if, if you're not supportive of them, you're not going to get that phone call. So be active in your network, including those trade schools. Um, you know, Make sure that that you have an employee incentive for for recommending a new employee. All right, if, if they refer somebody, a, a friend, a family member, a, you know somebody they know, somebody in their network, 
and they're a successful hire, make sure you reward them for that. All right, because they all want to work with good people. And so if if they're going to be rewarded for finding good people to work with, that imagine what that's going to do for employee culture, right? Now, if you're going to go out there and look, uh, you know, you'll, you can post on Indeed, you can post on Monster, you can post on all these places, but I much prefer your network. Uh, whether it's business networks, the trade schools we mentioned, you know, tool truck drivers, parts vendors, anybody in your network, let them know you're looking. If you have a positive organizational culture, then your network will be more than happy to spread the word, and they're going to spread the word to quality individuals, and it's not going to look like you're stealing anybody, all right? Uh, get out there yourself. You know, look, spend an, spend an hour a day outside your organization so that you can get out there and and talk to people and and you know see who's going, see who moved into town, see who's who's working at the at the local restaurant because you know they didn't know where else to get a job and and you know they're big on customer service and and you know, look, the opportunity was here. But get out there, you'll find somebody. You'll be amazed at who you'll find if you if you do get out of the shop daily and and I encourage it daily because look it gives you perspective get outside your store daily just to just to talk to people and to, and to gain an outside perspective if you spend all day in your office in your organization you tend to lose perspective your world gets pretty darn small so make an effort to get out there as part of working on the business and not in the business get out of the business and and just just an hour a day and and go see who's out there go go for a walk go visit some some other businesses go hang out with somebody from your business network go to lunch go to breakfast all right go have a drink after work you know whatever it might be but intentionally get outside your organization and see who's out there um and and look don't in some markets and it's not as common as it used to be but in some markets the temptation to steal from one another is is really strong, and I don't want you to do that because as big as this automotive industry is, it's actually pretty small, and you do not want that reputation. So please don't steal from each other. Uh, you know, I know shops that they'll call each other up and say, "Hey, so and so just applied here. Did did you let them go? Or they look in? Or what's going on?" And and the shops don't badmouth each other, and the shops don't badmouth the employee. They're just straight up honest with one another, and and they don't they don't take offense if if an employee goes shopping shopping around for another job, and they call you, and they're leaving me. And look, you know what? It, it is what it is. They just see it as as it's business. All right, it's not personal. It's business, and employees are going to do what employees are going to do. But if we all get along and we all talk about it and there's an employee that just wants to shop us against each other all the time, the employee is going to gain that reputation and eventually they're going to have to leave the market because we all know what's going on with them. All right, so so don't be haters. Don't don't create that that environment for yourself. Um, just, just, you know, be straight up and honest. If you want to go looking for employees outside of the automotive industry, okay. You know, as long as you don't burn those bridges in your own town. So so just be, be cognizant of that. And if somebody comes looking comes to you looking and you didn't actively go recruiting, there's nothing wrong with that either. That's where transparency is really, really important. Okay. Now, if you're if you're desperate, that's what you gotta do. You gotta you gotta get the word out. You've gotta you've gotta actively solicit. You've gotta you just flat out gotta get the word out and hope you get somebody halfway decent. That's not the situation we want to be in. We're we're looking for long-term solutions. And and if you're not always desperate, you can think long term, right? And that's by far the best solution. I I think that that most shops that have done this will agree with me when I say 
the best long-term solution is growing your own, growing your own employees, growing your own technicians. It's, it's not easy, right? You've got to, to do it right, you've got to have a, a, a great hiring process. You've got to have a great interview process. You've got to have a really, really consistent onboarding process so that you identify individuals with long-term potential, potential beyond what you're hiring them to do right now. And then once you get them onboarded within the organization, you've got to have some sort of formal mentor program. So, you know, we'll we'll do a, a podcast on, on mentoring. I've, done, I've got a bunch of video resources available at, at rsrcoach.com. Um, go check those out or, 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 you know, if you can't find those, shoot me an email, shoot me a text, and I'll, I'll hook you up with some of those. Um, mentoring is not easy, right? And, and that's, a, that's a longer conversation. But if we, if we hire somewhat well and we onboard somewhat well and we have a mentoring program, then we're going to be we're going to be much more successful in growing a long-term employee. I've had organizations, uh, I think of one out of Canada right now that said to me in class one day, he says, dude, I've got 15 employees, 12 of those 15. That's exactly what I did. I grew my own. I got them all as co-op students, as intern students. We onboarded them. We had a, we had a, a three-year mentor program. And he says, I wouldn't trade any one of them for the world. Um, and he says, that's, that's definitely the way my business got, got as good as it is. Um, you know, can everybody do it? No, you have to do it very consciously. You have to invest the time and over time it will certainly pay off. Uh, but look, you've got to, if you even want to think about that, you've got to begin the change now, today. You can't, you can't put that off because I don't know when you're going to need somebody. You don't know when you're going to need somebody. And so, yeah, we might be desperate today, but meanwhile, while you're being desperate and, and while business may be a little bit slower than normal right now, take the time to, to create an interview process, take the time to check out some of the some of the video and, and print resources that I have for for you know creating the interview process. Take the time to create an onboard process, folks. Now now is the time to be doing this. And then once you get those processes created, and maybe you role play with each other and you practice with each other, then check out mentor programs. Check out how to develop a mentor program, how to implement a mentor program so that when you get that next hire, you are ready to roll. And then once you get the next hire and you do it well, you hire well, and and then then you it frees up some time for you to focus on a co-op student on an intern. And and you can go through three, four, five, six of them till you find that one good one that's going to stick. But you've got to have a plan. You've got to create these processes today, okay? And and that, you know, I, I wrote a, a book a year ago called uh, Managing Employees When Turnover is Not an Option. And one of, the, one of the points of emphasis in that book was you absolutely have to have an employee review process. Now, we could argue whether that employee re- review process should be a yearly process, a quarterly process, a monthly process. There, there's different philosophies there, but, but you've got you've to have a review process. So, so all of this works together, right? What, once you once you find a candidate, whether it's a long-term proposition or whether it's, you know, I'm desperate, I got to have a body now, you've got to have the interview plan so that we make sure the interviewing goes as well as as well as it can with a, with the potential hires that we have. And then once you decide on somebody, you've got to have an on, onboarding process so that we can we can set them up for success. And once we set them up for that that 30, 60, 90 day success, and statistically they'll it, it shows that they'll stay an extra 2 years longer even with just just that 90 day onboarding process. 
we can set them up for further success by having a mentor program. But it, but this is an ongoing process. And, and the mentor program is not enough because we've got to have an employee review process every year. And I know this sounds overwhelming. All right. It's not. We break it into pieces. It's not something that, that goes on every day. But but if you can have an employee review process at the end of all of this where, where you can talk about a, a yearly training plan, where you can talk about yearly goal setting, and where you can you can actually have a, a cost of living pay increase and then a performance increase every year based on the review. Now it keeps you from willy-nilly going off and raising your pay plan and your payroll expenses out of sight all by accident or all because you wanted to be a nice person and you swore I'd never do that again. Okay, so so all of this is about being very, very intentional. It's not just about hiring that, that next awesome employee, but it's about being very, very intentional with bringing that employee in and how you develop the employee and how you keep them on long term. Okay, so so create some of these processes for yourself, create a plan, create an interview plan, create an onboarding plan, create a mentoring plan, and create a yearly review plan. Okay, there's so much more to talk about in all of that, but if you can if if you can do all of these things. Uh, you're going to create an organizational culture where people are going to be coming to you looking for jobs, and then you're going to have the pick of who's out there. And at some point, you're going to hire somebody, you're going to want to hire somebody, even though you don't have, have space for them, and you're going to go, you know what, I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. So so we've got all this stuff in place. Let's make a hole for them, and let's go, okay? Folks, I hope you got a little bit of something out of this. Thanks for listening. Keep up the awesome work, and never, ever, ever stop learning. If I can ever do anything for you, reach out to me.